Hey guys, welcome back yet again to another episode of A Journey with Go International. We're back with George and today, uh, dude, to be honest with you, I am loving the white shirt. I'm really hoping you're going to be eating spaghetti later. You know, we were just talking off camera chaps, the fact that George was like, blimey Deepak, it looks like I'm wearing the same bloody t-shirt or the same jumper in every video. And uh, <laughs> he has done away with that this week, as I can see. <laughs> Fantastic. So, um, George, I, you know what? I was taking a snoop around the Navas website as to our last uh, conversation, and uh, there's this, there's some stuff here, you know. And I'm coming. This is a complete newbie, right? I'm going to be the guy that's just coming in, is just starting up in the industry. Balloon, a balloon release. I'm thinking, what does that even mean? Because I just think of balloons and party parties. Could you, could you kind of talk, talk me through what that actually means? Yeah, I mean, geez, that's a very contagious one. Uh, contentious one, should I say, even contagious, maybe. Um, it's getting a lot of negative feedback right now, and I mean serious negative feedback um, to the okay. extent of you know, littering and, and the environment and, and the danger to wildlife. And, yeah, it's, it's one where even within our own association and ah. our own industry, um, there is conflict of interest on, on should we, shouldn't we. Um, Navas and, and even you know, us as Go International – have always um, kind of said, look, we're not against balloon releases, but they have to be a proper balloon release, i.e. you're only using a latex balloon. You're not attaching a ribbon to it. You're not attaching a balloon um, weight to it. You're not attaching a what's called a self-seal valve, okay. which is a little plastic valve which which stops the helium escaping rather than tying it. Okay. So if you're doing a lot, you'll you put a valve in there. Um, we, we, we're, we're consistently, I mean, there's, there's, there's emails we send out on a regular basis to MPs, to shopping channels, TV channels, um, because we're seeing even on TV now, just for the sake of a, of a little bit of a of additional effect, that they're releasing foil balloons. We're, we're a total no-no on foil balloons. Um, oh, foil wow. balloons are not biodegradable. They're a mylar material. Yes, there's a de definite littering element on there. We're seeing them released with, with ribbons as well. You know, ribbons is a danger with ribbons that they get entangled in, in wildlife, etc. So we are totally against any kind of release. <clears throat> excuse me, other than, than a latex release. And even a latex release does need to be controlled. Well, so, okay, so look, there's a fascinating. So I'm, I'm up to speed now with what you mean as in balloon releases. Um, is it, so latex versus foil? Yeah. What are the differences in terms of the, is, is it an environmental thing we're talking about here more than anything else? Is that what we're talking about really? Well, very much so. The environmentalists have uh, for a long time looked at ways of, of banning um, balloon releases completely. And we've tried to talk to them there without being too disrespectful. They're very blinkered in their approach. Um, they tried to get an act through Parliament a few years ago where they had a petition which was to ban balloon releases. They didn't get enough traction and signatures on that. And so they kindly ch they, they, they changed it to become sky lanterns and balloon releases. Now, sky lanterns are a total no-no. If you're familiar with sky lanterns, they tend to be wire-framed. Um, you, you, you light a, a wick underneath, which uh, through the hot air inflates the lantern and it flies out into the sky. Are you familiar with the sky lantern? Is this the stuff you see in some of those movies set in the Far East when they let things Absolutely. go Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Now, they should be banned. You know, to set fire off into the sky, to be going anywhere, and, and you know, that falling to the ground with wire attached to that and the fire hazard, without a shadow, we are totally in favour of banning that as from now. We shouldn't be selling sky lanterns um, for general release. But a latex balloon, as I said, if done properly, um, it is biodegradable. There is obviously a time element of biodegradability. They have said in testing that if you put it in a compost heap, you will see it has the same 
the, the biodegradable um, capacity of, say, an oak leaf, for example. Okay. Um, metallic balloons take a little longer because of the pigmentation in a metallic balloon. That's a metallic latex balloon, okay. uh, which is the more shiny type because of the pigmentation. But we are still to see evidence that a latex balloon is responsible for this litter we talk about. Um, I have a very good friend in India um, who's an environmentalist. Um, apart from you, uh, probably a nicer guy than you. Actually, he doesn't charge me as much. My cousin, um, and and he's he's an environmentalist in his, in his own way, and he's in, involved in with um, with beach cleanups. His name's Afroz Shah. Um, he has met with some of the most powerful leaders in the world to talk about these issues. Um, I, I've asked him about latex as an issue um, when when he does the cleanups. Yeah, does this come across in any way, shape, or form as being a problem to the environment? And he said the only latex issue we t seem to have are with condoms. Um, there seems to be lots of those washed up on the beach. But when it comes to latex balloons, it doesn't even it doesn't even skim the surface of an issue. You know that we're picking on the subject where we should all be working together, including the environment environmentalists, and working a way of containing our litter without shadow of a doubt. But when you look at all of us and our shopping habits of plastic bottles and packaging and all this other yeah. stuff, that's an issue. Oh, a gosh. latex balloon being released. And on a, in a control release is not a problem, and, and I've yet to see anything that contradicts that. You know, if we look at weather balloons, we're, we're sending big six-foot weather balloons up into the you know, near thousands on a weekly basis. How many weather balloons have you seen cause you a problem over these last few years? It's true. I think that it sounds like a little bit like there's a focus on something that's really not the significant problem here. If it's it's headline grabbing, it's great. You know. B balloon causes a problem is a damn sight better than plastic bottle causes a problem. But it, you know, blaming a balloon is a bit like turning up to a, tsun a tsunami with a dustpan and brush and expecting to make a difference. It just doesn't happen. We can yeah. all work together on this and you know, really make inroads. Having a balloon association saying to its members, don't release foil balloons. Don't release latex balloons with ribbons. You know, be very mindful of what you're doing. Don't, don't even attach labels unless the labels buy it for a balloon release. Um, if we all work together, then we can have far more traction and get far better results than being so fragmented and just going for the headlines all the time. Yeah, you know, it sounds like it's, uh, it's, 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 it's just something that's become an issue recently in the last few years. Has it been going on for decades? Is it? We've always had an issue. Our code of conduct has always been don't release foil balloons. Um, yeah. There are certain states in America and also certain places in Australia now where you can't even sell or buy balloons on, on, um, on, on, on certain, in certain locations. Um, foil balloons have been known to cause power outages where the foil goes up to a power line okay. because it conducts electricity. It can knock out an entire town. So do not release foil balloons, irrespective of what the reason is. Um, We've seen a number of times, again, on, on TV programs especially, where they are used um, to pay respects to someone that's passed away, where you'll write a message on a foil balloon and release the balloon into the sky. And it's a lovely thing to do in principle. You know, the, 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 what goes with doing that, I can understand the logic behind that. But we're just saying, you know, think about what you're doing. If you want that kind of effect, you can do it with a latex heart, a latex balloon, with handwriting on there as well. So you can still have the same effect. But just do think about the, the repercussions of what you're doing. So currently then, is that to say that, for example, when a business buys uh, you know, a truckload of balloons for a release, there's no kind of conditions or parameters or regulations around what, they, what they're buying it for or the purposes for? Is it completely just at their own whim as to what volume they can buy and what type of balloons that they can buy? Absolutely. And it's down to the seller. And again, dealing with a professional, you will get that information when you're dealing with a 
with a seller um, where they should be asking, why are you buying this many balloons? You know, just a general conversation. It's not, you're not, it's not the Spanish Inquisition where you have a spotlight and, and daggers and everything on the side and asking what they're doing, but just a general in, in, information of what they're doing. And if you give them the correct information and explain to them why they should be doing this or why they shouldn't be doing this, they'll be very open to it. It's just, a, it's just really is down to bad education again and, and us not working as a unified voice to make sure, sure people understand what we're saying and why we're saying it. And is this more of a problem, for example, in the US and the UK, or does it touch both sides, or is it a worldwide oh, issue? Oh, everywhere now, everywhere. Yeah, environmentalists are all over it because, as I said, it is very headline-grabbing, and I understand why they're doing it, but I would love to sit down and talk to them and work with them on us doing something together where we can all talk about banning a foil release or you know, banning releases with ribbons. So we're all singing together and saying the same stuff to give us more impact. And is this something, for example, uh, I know that last week and even this, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the NABAS site. Is this something that um, NABAS also talks to its community about in terms of educating people about the right guidelines under which, you know, they should sell certain products or rather certain types of products? Yeah, big time. And we have a code of conduct. Um, we've also um, divide or, or can, can, uh, created a letter which we can send out to local MPs, newspapers, um, whoever really that, that quite clearly highlights our points and, and why we believe what we believe. Okay, okay, okay. No, fantastic. And I, I, the other thing that, I mean, it, it, it was kind of the, 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 the nuclear question that I saw posed is really interesting. Is it true that balloons have been found and ingested by sea animals? Naturally, that caught my eye. Um, do you want to comment a little bit about that? Um, <laughs> If you look at plastic contamination, again, compared to balloon contamination, it's like 99.9% compared to a 0.01% issue. Yeah. Um, without putting a, a fine point, too fine a point on it, yes, latex can be ingested by an animal. If they see it and, 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 they, and they assume it's food and they chew on it, then yes, they can ingest it. But again, it, pass, it should, in theory, pass through our system because yep. how do you say this without appearing too knowledgeable? You know, drug smugglers have been doing it for years. We've been filling balloons with drugs and swallowing them. Arena. Not when I say we, uh, they have been doing this for years. The, the actual latex itself, because of the material it is, unless you have a latex allergy, of course, yeah. um, is a biodegradable substance that, which will pass through our system, which, you know, it's not foil. It, it's something which I've yet to see images of yeah. a balloon, a latex balloon, on its own without anything attached to it being directly responsible for the injury, let alone death of an animal. So, so is it the attachments that tend to pose more of the problem then, rather than the balloon itself? Yeah, if you can imagine a you know, six-foot piece of ribbon flying away wow. and getting entangled in, in, in a bird or, or being swallowed by a, anything, really, then yes, that's a choking hazard. That is a definite no-no. Okay, so also so balloon releases also there needs to also be some guidance around the attachments to the actual balloons themselves and what to do around that. Yep, and the code of conduct does stipulate that as well. Okay, okay, no, amazing, amazing. Um, is this? I mean, are there other areas where the balloon industry caught some controversy? I mean, this is certainly um, uh, an interesting one, or has this kind of been the headline one from kind of a an in, the, from the environmental perspective at least, certainly. Yeah, it's, it's a biggie. Um, it, it's the one that kind of gets the most attention at the moment. Um, we had uh, somebody, I think it was probably last year, that wanted to ban balloons at parties because when they pop, the decibels are so loud they could actually affect children's hearings in the long run. So we, we have things like that to contend with. Oh, wow. Um, 
So there's always someone who, who, who wants to say something. As with every industry, we're not alone <laughs> in that, I'm afraid. No, no, it completely makes sense. Completely makes sense. Um, that's an interesting one, actually. Uh, that's that's got to be a shed load of balloons that you need to pop to affect a child's hearing in, <laughs> in the long run. Um, so there's these other things that I noticed. Like, I mean, there's it's, it looks like there's proviso around... Like, for example, only helium gas should be used to inflate the balloons. I didn't know that there were alternatives. Do people regularly inflate them with alternative types of air, uh, gas? Or uh, Yeah, you let stick hydrogen in the balloon and let's have some nice inflammable balloons going up there. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're only buying gas from approved suppliers, and those approved suppliers the likes of Air Liquid, BOC, and Lin um, Air Products in the UK, which incorporate you know, Lindy as well. Yeah. But it's, it, you, you use balloon gas, balloon-grade helium. And that's another thing. You know, we, we, we're getting a lot of adverse publicity, and that we, I wasn't even going to talk about this, with helium itself and its limited resource and the fact that we should only be using helium in hospitals. Um, the balloon industry only use the, the kind of secondary quality helium, which is no good for them anyway. We're actually recycling their helium and putting it into our balloons. We don't use pure helium. So we're not, actually, oh, wow. we're not actually a threat to the medical industry in this another headline grabbing um, thing that keeps going on around us on a regular basis as well. It sounds like there's a lot of misinformation out there, dude, as to what Oops. people think versus, yeah. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, some of this for me is sold NABAS a little bit in, in of itself because I don't think that I could easily find a lot of this information on YouTube, like these specific things, uh, because I wouldn't. You don't know what you don't know, right? And I wouldn't even know what I'm, 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 I'm looking for. And um, I can imagine that these questions don't even come into someone's mind when entering the industry. It's probably all about product and manufacturing and wholesalers and all this kind of stuff. What, what's this bit about um, maximum balloon size? I was interested in that part. Balloons larger than 12, is it 12 feet? Cannot be released. It's forbidden to use balloons containing any me metallic pigment. Uh, balloons with metallic pigment, they're the metallic balloons we spoke about, so we don't recommend um, using a, a pearlized or a metallic balloon. We recommend using a standard latex balloon, so it's not had the, the metallic pigment added to it. Um, with regards to size, again, depending on your location, if you're doing a certain amount of balloons and you're close to an airport, you've got to ring the airport to, to inform them that there'll be a balloon release, because all they see is a massive blip on the radar, so you have no idea what it is. Um, so that that's down to the size issue and what we're doing and where we're going to be when we're doing it. Perfect, perfect. And then to to wrap this up, then since yep. we're on the subject of balloon releases, um, what are the three things that someone doing a balloon release should know that we've not yet covered in this in this conversation? I think we pretty much covered the main ones, and that is I using uh, balloon grey helium from a recognised supplier. Yep. Um, using a, um, a a latex balloon. Ideally sized to 9 to 11 inches. Again, that's a perfect kind of size for a release. Yep. Not attaching um, anything that isn't biodegradable to that balloon, be it a ribbon, um, be it a release label, be it a, a stopper, just purely the latex on its own. And apart from that, you know, you're, you're pretty safe in what you're doing. Okay, amazing. So I'm assuming that one could get the approved list and all of that information from Nabas as well, of course. Absolutely, yeah. And, and if anyone who isn't a Nabas member wanted that stuff, I'm more than happy to, to email it across to them. Perfect. All right, George, that is me for today. And, uh, dude, I'll catch you next week. I'm going to go and buy another T-shirt. See you soon. Amazing. See you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>